0: Kids need wholesome snacks to fuel their active bodies and imaginations, like delicious soft-baked Cliff Kid Z-Bar. With energizing whole grains from organic oats and in flavors kids love, it's the perfect portable snack for blasting off to space on the swings at recess or exploring the uncharted schoolyard with fellow adventurers. Grab a box of Cliff Kid Z-Bar snacks today because imagination needs fuel. Learn more at cliffkid.com. Welcome to Creature Covenant with Dr. Adriana, a world movement that celebrates the healing power of the sacred human-animal bond. Now, here is Dr. Adriana.
1: Well, hello again to our new chapter of Creature Covenant. Uh, Today um, is a very, um, very close to my heart chapter because um, this is why I started Your Covenant, because it inspired me to create this, um, this movement. Uh, how a charity animal hospital transformed the lives of a community and of a group of, of dedicated people. In our industry, I have very special guests with me today: Miss Karen Hobby and uh, Laura Laura (laughs) Yase. So this is um, this is definitely one of the most the happiest moments in our lives, and we're just reminiscing this moment together. Uh, Vets for Pets is the name of this animal hospital that was created back in 2015 um, as an effort from the veterinarians, the animal hospitals, and the the florida veterinary medical association in conjunction with to um to help to create this animal hospital that was dedicated just to help a segment of the population who could not afford to go to a regular veterinarian they had pets uh, but they could not afford to go through a veterinarian and it was creating a problem really because although our local hospitals really wanted to help yeah. There was uh, really a lot of people that could really not afford to go. And then, um, and so we that was precisely creating, fi- um, trying to figure out how we were gonna help all that segment of the population in our county, um, And um, it was uh, definitely an eye opener. Um, there was so much need to help these pets and these people that um, really because of personal circumstances, illness, Homelessness and you, uh, what have you? Um, they could not really uh, provide the animal care, that, the care for the animals that, that they, they need. So and this is how Best for Pets um, was created, and I really make it made a dent in the, the hearts of everybody that participated. And um, and this is where where my guests Karen and uh, and Laura. Come from, and I just wanted you guys to introduce yourselves and share your experience with Best for Pets. How
0: about Karen? (laughs) I am Karen, and I came across Vets for Pets when I was working with the Animal Coalition in Tampa, and I heard that they needed a razor marketer kind of person, and it was perfect timing, um, and so I interviewed and, and got the job there, one of the best jobs ever, um, just the way of helping animals, helping people, um, the, the people that I met through there, the people at the clinic, it just... Uh, changed my life um, and became a a heart job as opposed to just a regular job that you go to work at and get home and that kind of thing. So it was my heart, my heart job.
1: And Laura, share your experience. How do you came across Vets for Vets? Hi, I um, was going
2: through technician school and volunteering at a private veterinarian hospital. And in one of my classes, we needed to observe um, spay and neuter surgeries and we didn't do a lot of them at the private practice. And so one of the other technicians um, knows Dr. O and uh, recommended Vets for Pets. So I called and went over to Vets for Pets and was able to probably observe in one day Um, all the space and noodles I needed, but um, fell in love with the mission and the people that worked there um, almost immediately. So I started volunteering at Vets for Pets. And after volunteering for a couple of months, was able to take a technician position at Vets for Pets. So that's how I ended up there.
1: I think Vets for Pets shaped um, the the very purpose of many of us and how we approach our Mm -hmm. works and our lives in many instances, because there was so much compassion that this job required from everybody involved. Um, From the perspective of meeting, uh, educating pet owners, um, being compassionate in the sense of understanding their circumstances, uh, a lot of times, an animal would come in, and an honor or in tears, and there was a lot of emotion surrounding uh, these situations because we were it. They had no other way to go to get help with their pets. So uh, for for them, it was like, "You need to help me. I don't know where else to go." And uh, a lot of times, there there was no resources. Really, most of them didn't have the the funds and the means to to take care of their pets. And um, being a charity hospital, we're obviously dependent on donations, um, on fundraising activities, and um, and a lot of the times the money wasn't there, and we were like, "Wow, what are we gonna do? Um, how are we gonna make it happen?" Because it was not a question of how are we gonna, if we we're gonna help. It's like yes, we were gonna help, and we were gonna make it happen. And uh, for the most part, I think that was the case where we came up with the resources, whether it was from our own pockets, but um, we came came up with the resources to help. And a lot of them will show up with, like, come up with an idea. I'm going to sell this piece of furniture. I'm going to reach out to this person. And they would come up with their own way to, like, help themselves. And then we will come up and say, hey, we have this fund. And we, you know, and, and ultimately, we end up having uh, the funds to help that pet. And it was um, such a rewarding experience, not just from that standpoint, but actually from seeing the transformation uh, in the life of an animal and their honor, of course. Uh, because when we don't have a lot and we are being challenged by disease, by illness, by personal circumstances, and we are really um, just holding up by, by the love that an animal provides. And if we're not able to, or feeling that we can help that animal that is giving us so much love, imagine that perspective. Many of, of us are really animal lovers and, um, and have pets and are as companions. And uh, we are, we're happy and grateful to be able to provide for them the care and the, the things that meet the needs that they, they, that, that they require. And uh, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of circumstances for everybody are not the same, right? So it's, uh, it's sad to see that, but, um, but we are glad that we're able to contribute to that. So um, do you guys remember specific cases that we dealt with at Vets for Pets that really
0: made a dent in your hearts? Here. well I'll start with a with a gentleman the homeless gentleman that was there when we came at six forty five in the morning sitting outside and he had a little terrier um and the terrier had had a stroke and he just he said I had no place else to go I've been waiting here and he's literally had been there Saturday and Sunday and hoping that we would find out what was wrong with his dog and he said this is all my i have this is my best friend i work and make money to keep this dog in air conditioning during the week when i'm out on the streets i pick the dog up at nighttime, time and we, go, we sleep in the park And I think the dog had had a stroke. Um, And so, of course, I mean, there was no immediately um, with that situation. You took him in. You took care of the dog, Dr. O. And he was so grateful. Um, Those are the things that just, you know, just happen regularly. I mean, it wasn't, you know, just they're their best. That's all they have. That's their best friend. So yeah, happy ending.
1: I remember that. I remember coming in and, wow, you get to that parking lot and there was already a line of people waiting to be seen with their pets, um, waiting to um, to just, like, have some sort of help, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that situation continued throughout the day. Uh, we knew when we got there, but we never knew when we were um, when we were done, right? Remember that? I Nora? do. I do. I,
2: I remember, you know, you spending five, six hours of surgery and then seeing countless patients and then people would just wait um, even after appointments. And I remember someone bringing in a dog who had eaten a towel, I think, and we we were not able to see him until probably six or seven o'clock and he had gone so many places and no one was able to help him. And at seven o'clock we decided that he needed surgery immediately and you did that exploratory surgery that night and found the towel and saved the dog. It was pretty amazing.
1: I remember those towel eaters and those sock eaters and I <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah, so many so many surgeries, so many experiences. For me personally, um, they were it was a challenge sometimes because some of these surgeries, I mean, there's these things that I had never done before. And um, I just felt like if it wasn't me doing it, they were not gonna get the help and the need that, that they required. So um, it, it pushed me to, to become a better surgeon, to be a um, front and center of like, well, uh, it's me, and, I, and I, this is the chance for, for this, I'm the chance for this animal. So I'm gonna prepare, I'm gonna research, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna reach out to colleagues, to to experts and to specialists to help me, um, how, how, guide me into in doing making this surgery that I've never done before. And thank God um, it was um, good outcomes uh, for the most part. I mean, some pets unfortunately didn't make it, not in this particular situation, but in situations where animals were way too far Uh, the line of help in terms of their health, right? Animals that were um, really uh, like malnourished or really anemic and uh, the circumstances did not allow for them to survive. Uh, We try our best, but you know, this part of where we practice, right? Um, But um, for the most part, all of these these experiences were um, quite uh, enrich, enriching and um, wow, I, I just, um, I get a little shaky just by by thinking about it because um, I, I'm thinking back and I'm, you know, I was doing 17 surgeries in a day and seeing 55 patients or we were, I don't know, say I was, but um, I feel like this isn't something that you do on a regular basis. And there's gotta be a sense of purpose. And you're like, almost like you're possessed, right? <laughs> To do that kind of a thing, um, because uh, you're possessed by love, you're possessed by purpose. I and um, I, I cannot explain it. I mean, I guess you guys, you guys know because you lived through it and you know how how it worked. But that's how it was. It, that's exactly how it was. You know, your talents, your joy, your you know, you're just high on purpose at that point, and that's I what think, made it happen. I, I think what um,
2: vets for pets did. It, when I went into technician school, I was under the impression that, well, all I really wanted to do was help animals. And so, and provide them the care they needed. And Vets for Pets opened my eyes, I think, to medicine coming together with compassion. And I don't think you find that everywhere. And so when I found that, um, it was just so eye opening and fulfilling, um, and I and I think even past the emergency surgeries and um, just the m- maintenance, I guess, of animals like people who would come in who their dogs would have heart issues and they just needed to be seen once a month and stay on heart medicine but they couldn't necessarily afford it at a regular hospital and. To be able to provide that owner with another couple of years with their pets is—I don't know—it's just—it's—it gives you a definitely a, a feeling of purpose.
1: Absolutely. And uh, now that you mentioned that, I mean, it it wouldn't have been possible had we not had the help from so many entities, so many other hospitals that uh, give us um, resources, right? That provided or opened their doors so that. People can go through their hospitals and get pers- perhaps x-rays done um, mm-hmm. so that they could um, at, at done at a very reduced rate um, so that we can find out things. We didn't really have a um, or have diagnosis available because we didn't have those resources at Vets for Pets. So it, it was really um, beautiful to see how other, um, other hospitals were like partnering with us and uh, helping us. And they would refer people
2: to us if they if they were not able to help that owner. They would refer them to us if they oh, yes. did we could. So that absolutely,
1: helps. you know, if uh, the, the shelter would refer patients, the local hospitals, the big emergency places. So um, it, it was really amazing how this. It was like engaging the whole community in our industry. And uh, it was, it was beautiful to see, you know, you know, the all the different doctors and specialists even helping us um, at a reduced rate, um, that was. or course, we're sending over special
0: diet food so yeah. that our animals could go home with the right, right kind of food and care. Yeah. Correct.
1: Correct. And all the industries were providing us with uh, donations, you know, um, Uh, the big companies giving us like food, for example. And uh, the beautiful program that you guys put together so that um, the whole neighborhood and people knew that there was food available there. um, And people walking in to get food for their pets, people that could not afford to feed their pets. And the food bank was amazing. What a great great thing to do for the community. That was um, a great, excellent idea.
0: And it didn't take long if it ran low just to put a post out and we were getting all kinds of donations from everywhere to fill that. So that was, that was amazing.
2: I think, you know, even expanding beyond the community. I mean, I remember some of the veterans that would come in who, who had animals and when they got the animal, they were doing okay in life. I mean, they had a job and, you know, everything was good, and then something happened in their life that they were not able to afford luxuries, but they wanted to do everything they could to make sure they kept their pet, and helping those guys be able to keep their pet and provide the medical care and the food and that kind of thing for their pet was pretty awesome.
1: Absolutely, and seeing the transformation in people's lives just by Mm-hmm. Just by helping the pet, you know, the, the gratefulness. Um, I close, I remember the case of Maria and her um, cart of kittens. She would go <laughs> with the grocery cart and uh, bring in these uh, kittens that she had found and people were dumping in her apartment complex. And um, she was such a compassionate and um, humble soul, beautiful heart. She would come in with her cat. She didn't have much money. She just needed help for them. So a lot of them were sick, really, really sick. Uh, we were able to help them. And um, it really, um, it was such a, a joy for me to see that after we had helped her, she brought groceries in that same cart for us mm-hmm. as a thank you. And you know that she wasn't um i mean she obviously was spending her money whatever little money that she had to bring us gifts and groceries so that was that was so beautiful to see so inspiring that gratefulness that joy i mean that's just something that no money can buy right right and then the people who would come in and
2: they would pay for their supplies or their appointments or their exams and and then they would have two extra dollars and they would appreciate what we did so they would donate it to help the next person that came in even if it was two dollars they wanted to make sure that the other animals got the care too was pretty inspiring
1: a lot of the experiences that we had there uh together as a team um i remember just us being so happy you know that 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 happiness that was just kind of contagious and us singing and being somewhat silly um, and uh, playing uh, music for the animals as they were recovering. um, Just um, like shooting videos, um, promotional videos, um, Mm -hmm. just from the heart, just things that um, weren't too planned. They were just spontaneous things that we did. Our Christmas tree, um um yeah. just so many different things that um were elements that are just um part of that richness of of what Vesper for pets was and uh how it was like personally was transforming our lives you know we were busy busy busy, but um uh, it was just um fueling more than than you f- feeling drained. it was just fueling um uh, what we were doing so. That that team effort right there was just amazing. All the doctors, all the veterinary technicians, the receptionists, um, everybody that was involved there. The volunteers, the volunteers. Um, I mean, great people, you know, that decided that because of their experience there, they wanted to go to vet school or they wanted to become veterinary technicians. How so powerful. Yeah, the... Uh...
2: The work ethic, I think, of the people who worked there and volunteered there is amazing. Like It's I mean, showing up at 7:30 a.m. and sometimes not leaving till eight, 9, 10 p.m. and never a complaint because they knew what they were doing was something good was a pretty amazing work ethic.
0: That was beautiful, and I had I had volunteers from my end out in the community that did the events and did the events every month for three years. You know they, you know that was their way of giving back. They may not be able to have it, you know, help financially or come in the clinic, but man, they helped it. You know, every dog wash once a month and every event, and there were like eight, you know, that did it for three years straight. You know, it, it, amazing people.
1: Karen, I wanted you to to um, touch base on the on the dog washes and all the events yeah. because they were so like unlike any other event that I have seen. You know, the dog washes were pretty much an institution, and uh, all the, at the, the, party. Community, <laughs> at the party, yeah, and the community, the the restaurants the local restaurants, the um, big uh, companies that were eventually involved in in helping. And um, I just would like you to touch base with that because it was so unlike anything else.
0: Well, so it started, and the only, and the way that I it, people got involved was so I would be at the clinic, and I would see these stories, and I would take those stories, and I would go and say, "You don't know what's happening here. You know, this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. These people need us. These animals need us." And there were people that hopped on board. Some some people that I will thank forever. You know, for Jay Mai is the owner. He had just built Ferg's Lives across from the stadium, um, or uh, the um, what do you call it, the ice arena. And he said to me, Karen, whatever you need you can do, just let me know what you need. And and that went on for three years. Events, you know, H- Halloween events, Strut Wagon Rock, the hugest Halloween party for pets and their people, Patty Fest, we were the charity of choice. Um, Melissa Maloney, she was a marketing person. She got her marketing team together, did a video for us. Um, a Go Photo, Adam Goldberg, you know, that first big event, he was there taking photos. Modern Paws, you know, they're a, 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 a small. They're huge now, but we were their charity of choice, you know. And and they would donate, you know, and and give things and and whatever we asked, they did for us. It was amazing, you know. So. All of the the
1: local businesses that donated um, for the charity, like the um, Kendra Scott, Kendra they, Scott, they hosted a um,
0: uh, event for us. Um, and Faceplant Dreams g- gave us box after box of I love dog and I love cat, you know, uh, stuff. <laughs> Uh, slippers. I think I gave away slippers for the entire time I was there. I mean, box after box of stuff. Um, and you know, the Suncoast softball team—you know—they were whatever we needed, and did a charity couple times a year, did charity things for us. Um, then Drag Queen Bingo—you know that just all those all those businesses were amazing for us. Amazing for us
1: really amazing um and uh like as as it grew actually it also drew the attention of like like um like big companies like (laughs) tito's vodka you know i don't know how many i don't know how many bandanas i have for my dogs from tito's from all the (laughs) from all the events, uh, particularly the dog washes and the cocktails, that was amazing. Uh, what a
0: great company. Well, that was another one that the, the minute we asked, they, you know, loaded up stuff. We wouldn't have been so successful in our um, events, like uh, the Strut Wagon Rock, they did the grand prizes, a cooler full of stuff, a three $500 cooler, full of, full of um, that. Uh, Lori, your brother, um, it was big when we went to Franklin Manor, and they donated when we no longer could um, use um, furs when it shut down. So, I mean, we had some amazing giveaways that helped us earn, you know, monies. Yeah, there's there's some great people out there for us.
2: Yeah, there were there were some pretty great venues just because they were open air, so dogs are allowed, and so. Yeah. People were there with their dogs, and volunteers brought their dogs, and um, it just made for, you know, a great Saturday or Sunday afternoon as well, and, and volunteering at the same time. So. And we
0: got always got to check for brown and brown. I want to add that too. The insurance company always.
1: Always, always. So many great people in our community. Um, so inspiring. So they were all drawn to to a cause. Um, I think that personally, um, we all were affected by this experience, and I think it, it transpired to the standards that we create now for the things that we want to achieve in our where we are involved right now. Because best for best, well, it's it's not uh, active anymore. Of course, it's uh, when an organization is trying to survive on donations, that's very difficult um but um i feel like the the spirit and the cause and um how it touch people's lives is still alive sorry so <laughs> no. has something to say <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I think that it has created a standard of how we um how we all um from now on are are living our lives and and um working where we are. Uh, I feel like it has transpired to that, and to some extent to all the people that are now involved in. Um, and rescue because of that there is a there you go <laughs> there is a rescue organization um merciful project um, her um her ceo was actually or her creator was inspired by her experience at vets for pets and um another example are that the veterinary students are not in vet school that we um, were inspired by being at Pets for Pets. And, um, you know, it's just, and that that experience right there is going to transpire in their lives as professionals because that, that compassion that they were exposed to and that side of uh, practicing veterinary care and uh, veterinary medicine with compassion and love and passion. yeah passion passion right passion for what you do um and it was difficult sometimes and hard. and i said you know if you can work here you can work anywhere right yeah um, so what do you guys are doing right now and how is your experience molding you guys right now
0: well i am at a non when i moved up to new york um i put in my um Resumes at nonprofits and I am at spay and neuter Syracuse Um, so right now it's kind of hard because of COVID. so we're not allowed to do any outside fundraising so everything has to be online Um, and but i'm a receptionist (laughs) and uh, when the clinic is on and check them out and do do that. and uh, get medicines ready so but it all has to do again it's a nonprofit. it's helping animals it's low it's um low income it's high quality low income spay and neuters um in veterinary wellness care so similar you know similar but it's i I wouldn't i couldn't i got home and i wasn't doing anything when i first moved up here that's not me you know it's got to be about animals and helping and so That's what I'm doing now.
2: I um, am working with a veterinarian who um, works one day a week at Vets for Pets and um, she has now opened up her own practice and I am with her. Um, And wanted to make sure I was still working with someone who um, showed the amount of compassion for animals enough to work if that's for pets. I mean, she, I don't have enough good things to say about her. She loves animals, she's very compassionate and she um, only wants the best for them. So it's nice to work for someone who feels like that.
1: That's awesome because uh, you got the opportunity to continue with that same train. She is, uh, Dr. Amanda, she's amazing. Um she, I've seen the the pictures of her beautiful new hospital. Yes. Um it sounds like a such a nice, uh inviting, fresh environment, um stress free. Um and uh you know, I just she can wish you but the best and, and uh I'm Thank sure. You that all the animals are under her care and in the best possible hands. I know that for sure. Yes, definitely. (laughs) And as part of of that stuff. So see how it, all of this experience transpires for us to to always wanna be better and provide a good service and take that compassion to the next level. So I really appreciate you guys. You are my soul sisters. Um, I love you so much. It's such a pleasure to have shared this remembrance of a great moment in our lives that continues to live to this day and to influence our lives. And um, it, it cannot be any more grateful. Thank you so much. Thank, well, thank you. you, too.
2: I um, have trusted you with many of my pets over the past few years. And um, thank you for always doing right by them. And thank you for making me a better technician. And I appreciate you and love you too. Wow,
0: that's so small. And thank you for sharing your heart with me and Laura too, I mean, and and I can't even tell you how appreciative I am of, you know, the dogs that you've helped me cross over even with, you know? And um, so, yeah, um, even though we're very, very far away, we're still, all in it together.
1: Absolutely.
0: All sisters. Yep. Absolutely.
1: Well, thank you guys for being a creature covenant. Um, you guys have been part of this journey since it started, and uh, I'm so grateful for you to share this moment, this um, this insights, and I can wait to see you again. Ciao. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: Kids need wholesome snacks to fuel their active bodies and imaginations, like delicious soft-baked Cliff Kid Z-Bar. With energizing whole grains from organic oats and in flavors kids love, it's the perfect portable snack for blasting off to space on the swings at recess or exploring the uncharted schoolyard with fellow adventurers. Grab a box of Cliff Kids Z-Bar snacks today because imagination needs fuel. Learn more at cliffkid.com.
2: On the Disney Plus original series, Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, it's the Robin you know and love, bringing you the stories you've never heard. Join Robin for intimate conversations with some of the biggest icons of our time, where women from all generations create a dialogue about life, struggle, and triumph. At Robin's Table, inspiration comes full circle. Turning the Tables with Robin Roberts, all episodes now streaming on Disney Plus.